Welcome to this sermon podcast from Myo Baptist Church, and thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that God's Word will be an encouragement to you and a reminder that the Bible has all the answers to living a successful and fulfilled life. Again, thanks for listening. We now join the service in progress. Uh, been a member here for, what, a couple years, Clarence, or a year? Something like it. Come, come on up, Clarence. You'd be coming on up. And, um, you know, his history with us does not go that far back. Uh, most of his, you know, saved church history goes back with a First Baptist of Bridgeport. But uh, I'm going to claim you. And uh, I'm just glad that the Lord brought you here. And I've known for a while that Clarence was called into full-time ministry. He has been happily at Camp Kobiak doing a great job there. And some people are called into camp ministry permanently and some are not. Uh, he knew his calling was into church work. And I can appreciate that. And he's been waiting. He's uh, talked to different pastors and what have you. And you're just eager to find out. I, I remember myself, Clarence, how it is. You, you, you're, you're, you're eager. You're anxious. You want to know. And it's hard waiting. And uh, the Lord has given him a great opportunity. And I think you can, it was kind of under wraps, but I think you can tell us now, the church, the pastor, and what you're going to be doing there. Well, you come tell us what the Lord has done and the road that you're headed down, and then you preach to us. Like Pastor said, uh, for a while it had been a little bit under the radar. He didn't really want me to say anything, but... Um, an opportunity opened up down in Warren, Michigan with Pastor Timberlin at Faith Baptist Church uh, down there. Uh, hopefully, prayerfully, sometime probably after me and Brittany are married, uh, I will hopefully be transitioning into the youth pastor position there. But for now, I'm going to be going down, uh, be going down to later today, uh, staying with Pastor Berlin and working a job until that transition happens. So I just want to thank you guys for praying for me and just being right there, supporting me as I was prayerfully looking for a position, and uh, this one opened up. So thank you again, and I'm definitely going to greatly miss you guys because you guys have been there and helped me through so much in the short time that I've been here. And I love you guys as my church family. So with that being said, um, just continue to pray for me and Brittany as that comes up. Uh, We're excited. Uh, because Pastor Timberland was her pastor in Indiana, and then he moved to Michigan, and she's excited because she gets to be she gets to be with another uh, pastor that she's as, she's as a father figure, and I get to be under a pastor I know that's going to mentor me and help me to go along with my go further in my Christian walk, and also what helped me see what God has for the rest of me and Brittany's lives together. So <laughs> let's get into God's word, James chapter one. James chapter 1. This was something that I was challenged on in my devotions, and I challenged the students with, but every time I think about it and I read it, it's it's a reoccurring challenge for me. James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. In the Bible reads, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. 
When we are trying to get to the place that God has for us, the next step God has for us, there are trials that come. There are hard times that come. And your faith is going to be tested. But, you, but through that testing of your faith, you have to have patience. And you guys know that when at the end of that trial, you feel, you feel complete, you feel content because you know you let God do the work. It wasn't anything that you did. It was God that did the work. And that's what James is hitting at here, is that it's not anything that we do. It's everything that he's doing through us with the trial. And I entitled this message, A Trying Faith. Do sometimes, when that trial, when that trial starts, I know for me, but I want to know, do you feel like you don't know what's going on? You don't know what to do? You don't know exactly how to handle it? But you know, one thing that keeps coming back to mind, and I keep thinking about and thinking about, is a faith that can't be tested, can't be tried, can't be trusted. If God can't try your faith, then what are you trusting in? How could you trust it? Now, I want to look at three statements that James makes about trials. The first one is, he says in the verse 2, he says, count it as joy. He says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Now, diverse temptations are just, it's really defined as many and various different types of temptations. Because there's going to be many and various different types of things that are coming to your life and that's going to try your faith. It's going to try you. But you have to be ready for it and count it as joy. Not as something that's burdensome and heavy, but count it as joy that you get to go through God testing your faith. When I was younger, and even now, when I was younger, there's quite a few things that kind of piled up right on top of each other. My dad left me and my two brothers and my mom. Uh, I was moving from hotel to motel to motel with my mom. Um, We got taken away from her. Our grandmother ended up dying uh, a few years after she adopted us. And then other family members died on top of that. Through that, I didn't know exactly what God was doing. But now that I look back at it, I count it as joy that he put me through those things because if I didn't go through those things, I wouldn't be here right now. I wouldn't be doing what God's calling me to do right now if he didn't put me through those hard, trying times. You know, I have, you know there's a couple things that are kind of piling up, that are kind of hitting me right now. You know, I haven't really told many people, but you know, my uncle, I found out a couple of weeks ago, my uncle is in the hospital with cancer. Um, my mom is in, my biological mom is in jail in another state. And you know what? It's hard. It is hard. What you want? God is putting me through this, and I need to count it as a joy because through these trials, he's getting me to the next step I need to be in my Christian walk. This isn't something burdensome he's putting me through. This isn't something that is unnecessary. No, these trials are necessary for my growth. He did the same thing with Job. He tested Job's faith. You know what? Job 5.17 says, Behold, happy is the man whom God correcteth, therefore despise not thou the chastening of the Almighty. God 
tested Job's faith by taking away things, letting the, devil, letting the devil take away things in Job's life. Things that he cared dearly about. Job's faith was tested. And he knew he had to count it as a joy because God was able to test his faith. And Job, we see, stayed faithful to God. Many times, a lot, a lot we hear of, you know, when someone in the world goes through a hard time or goes through a trial, they're like, you know what, this will just pass. I'm just going to, you know, relax, coast through it. I'm just going to let this pass on through. But that's not how we should be take that, taking it. Our faith teaches us to be joyful because those trials come not out of the anger of God, but out of the love of God, but the love from God. Because he's helping us to grow stronger in our faith, become stronger Christians so that we, when it comes to getting to the end, we have the strength to push, we have the strength to push through it. He's given us the strength we need to get through till the end, to push through till the end. To be more like Christ. So are you counted as a joy when you go through those hard times, when you go through trials that... You seem impo- it seems impossible to get through. Are you counting it as a joy of God's testing me, God's growing me, God's helping me become the man or the woman that I need to be in my Christian walk? Or are you counting it as burdensome, burdensome and thinking, why am I the one that has to go through this? Why is it me, Lord? Why me? I told the students this. I said, when you leave Kobiak and you're tried, Don't ask God, why me? You tell him, try me. Try my faith, Lord, because I want to be a better Christian for you. So count it as a joy when those temptations come. But also James says that the trying of your faith works patience. Verse 3 says, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Through that trials and those Those hard times, there are graces that are prompted by these, your faith and patience. We want to be strong in our faith in God and cling to his promises and truths he gives to us in his word. Because if we, because when we cling to those, cling to those, those help us give, those help give us the strength we need to get through it. Because we can't do it in our own strength, in our own power. It's only by him and his word that we're able to get through it. And patience is worked because we have to wait on God through that trial. We have to wait for his guiding hand through it. We're in a generation now that wants everything quick, everything fast. We have Amazon, one-day delivery. We have fast food restaurants. And if we got to wait more than five minutes for our food, we're like, hey, Hey, get me my food. What are you doing? I need my food now. I came to a fast food restaurant for a reason. (laughs) We want everything instant. But you know what? When you go through a trial and your faith is tested and you have to learn how to be patient, it's hard. Especially in the day and age that we live now with everything being instant. Learning patience is hard. 
like Pastor McMorris said, trying to wait on God with trying to find this, find where he wants me to go, what church he wants me, where he wants me to be at, it was hard. I have people asking me all the time, hey, where are you going? Where, where, where's, where's the next place? I'm like, I, I want to know. I want to tell them, yeah, I'm going here. Hey, no, no, I'm going here. But I had to tell them, you know what? I, I don't know right now. Patience for me is very hard. Patience for me, waiting for things, is very hard. Because I'm a type of guy, I don't know if, if you've ever seen me at camp, I'm a type of guy that's trying to get things done and trying to go to the next thing to get the next thing done. Especially at camp, you always got to be trying to move, going somewhere, <laughs> getting something done. Something, always needs to be, something else always needs to be done. And waiting and waiting and waiting for God to bring that place that he has for me was hard. But in the end, I saw God's hands of blessing on it because one thing after the other came up and it was just like I couldn't explain how it happened. It was only by trusting in him and waiting on him that all these things happened in line. The church, the church coming and there's the opportunity there. I, I haven't told many people, but if after that, after I talked to the pastor, there was a job lined up right after that that I couldn't explain. And then after that, after I talked to a guy about a job, he said, you want, you need a vehicle. Two days later, Brittany calls me and tells me her parents bought us a vehicle for our wedding gift. It's just God was lining things left, right, right up after the other. And there was no way I could explain it except God knew what he was doing when he was telling me, hey, I need you just to wait. I need you just to wait on me and let me do my work. You just be patient and trust. Let me try your faith. Nothing that I could do could have conjured up any of that that happened. It was only... By God. He was testing my faith through waiting for a position and testing my patience, letting patience work in me so that when it came to it and he was ready for his his hand to be shown, it was all the glory to him. Because when you get through a trial with your faith, faith being tested and that patience worked, there's nothing that you can say that you did that brought any of it along, any of the blessings you see, because you know it was only by God. You see that it was only his hand of blessing that was on your life because you let him test your faith and you let him work and not try to get it instant like everything else we see in life. You didn't try to work it out yourself. You didn't try to conjure something else up yourself. You waited on him. The trying of your faith works patience. First Peter 1.7 says that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found under the praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. In Romans 5.3, and not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulations 
worketh patience. We must let patience work in our lives during a trial. Being patient during the trial isn't just sitting and hoping for the best. It is an act of trust in God. We are not just sitting around like the world would hoping that the trial would just pass by. But we are still... And we are not trying to stay calm with a dulling passion saying this will pass. We are actively growing through these trials brought into our life. Like I said earlier, a faith that can't be tried can't be trusted. And lastly, the last statement James makes in these three verses is you will be content. In verse 4 it says, but let patience have a perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. When the work of patience is finished and we, we feel com- and then, then we feel complete, there's nothing wanting of anything that we, we don't feel empty. We don't, want, we don't feel like we need anything else. We don't feel like we need, we don't feel like we, there's anything else that we can obtain. This, it's just a complete feeling of content. And we will, be, we will be equipped with the necessary tools for our Christian race and warfare. Since I waited for God for the place and he put everything else in order, I, I don't feel like there's anything I have to do to finish, to finish doing anything for this. All I have to do is just follow the steps God put in place for me and get to the place where he has. Get down to Warren, work, wait for the transition to happen, and then keep trusting his hand through the whole process. There's nothing else I have to do. Because when I was thinking about it and trying to figure it out myself, I said, you know what, I got I to gotta keep calling these pastors. I got to keep talking to these people. You know what, right now, after, uh, I don't have anything right now, but like when camp ends, I got to find a job, I got to find a car, I got to do this, I got to do that. All these things I'm trying to figure out, I have to do. But when God was ready, he said, you know what, I've already done all these things. You don't have to do anything. And you feel that, you just feel that contentment of God, this is only by you. There's nothing I could have done that thought I would be down, going down to Warren at Faith Baptist Church. I, there's no way I would have found a vehicle with the money, with the amount of money that I had. There's no way. There's no way, God, I was going to find any of this. There's no way I was going to find a job that pay, that's going to be paying me, and I'll be working every day trying to save up money until I get married. I, there's no way, Lord, I would have find, found all this, but it was only by you, and now I am satisfied. I'm satisfied not because of what I did, but I'm satisfied because I waited on your hand to do the work, and you tried my faith. I let patience work, and you showed me exactly and gave me everything I needed. Because when you get to the end of that trial, that hard time, God fills every need. He doesn't fill every want. He fills Every need. First Peter five ten. But the but the God of all grace, 
who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish you, strengthen you, settle you. Hebrews 10.36, For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. When we let patience work in our life during the trial, and our faith has been tried and proven, because of the trials, you have been given the power to keep going until the end of your race. We will have the strength to endure till the end. At the end of that trial, you feel refreshed. You feel rejuvenated. You feel new. You feel like, God, I can keep going further. God, if there's another trial, bring it on. I'm ready to take it. Because God gives you that strength at the end. He gives you that strength you need to keep going. But in the trials, you have to count it as a joy. And when your faith is being tried, let patience work in your life. But also know that when that happens, at the end, you will be satisfied. You will be content because God meets all the needs that you have. Many of you may be going through a trial right now or you're coming to a trial that is going to test your faith. Many more trials will come but face them with joy and an act of trust, knowing that God is trying to exercise the graces he gives to all of us. He wants you to trust and have faith in him to become stronger, and he wants you to be patient and rely on him because he's the only one that can give you the strength to endure till the end. And remember, a faith that can't be tried can't be trusted. If God cannot try your faith, Thank you for listening to today's message. We hope that the service was a blessing to you and that you were encouraged by God's Word. If you have any questions about Mile Baptist Church, please contact us anytime. You can find contact information on our website at myobaptistchurch.com. Thanks for listening.